0: Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Howie the Togcast, I am joined and virtually sitting next to my good friend, partner in crime, Ross Johnson from RJX Media, not whatever I said last time. Hello sir, how are you?
1: Good evening mate, I'm all well. How are you this evening?
0: I'm quite excited, if I'm not. I'm going, to, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. Very excited. Don't know why. Do you know why?
1: I know. It's actually came around. With, uh, we're going to be joined by our first guest on the pod. We are? Uh, we thought we'd go in really high end, and we've been kind of looking forward to hearing all about it. So, yeah, it's going to be a, a good one right up the forefront.
0: Yeah, I think um, our guest for for this episode can tailor between both worlds mostly for videography but i know that this guest has dabbled in photography and videography but kind of like leaned more towards videography um so when we started talking about guests early on we ross had a few uh close contacts i had little to none but then i remembered seeing this person show up on my social media page and i thought do you know what I pretty much know this person. Um, shall I just have a punt? And straight away, this person was like, yes, let's get it. done. Let's get it sorted. But obviously, because of how busy this person is, um, it just took a little bit of time. But we were both patient enough to just be like, well, it'll happen when it happens. And yeah, exactly, yeah. finally, got it over the line, transfer deadline day special, yellow tie, Jim screaming at Big Ben. <laughs> We've done it. We've got our first guests. So, yeah. Um, I think for, for, you know, we'll just have a bit of a catch up first and then we'll just, I know people will be like, well, just get the guest, well, you can just scrub past this bit if you want, but um, Ross, how's your week been so far, Paul, since we last spoke?
1: Yeah, mate. it's been a game just on as usual, just trying to find other things to do really since um, I try to mess about with daft reels on Instagram, just kind of when I've had my Instagram posts. I've noticed, I've noticed. I didn't expect them to take off as well as they did. Literally, <laughs> one,
0: literally take off with some
1: of them. Because um, I just like, say, I said, Oh, I've got like saved them before. So I start have, have a bit of a laugh. And then obviously, it just kind of like took off like ridiculous to the point where I've noticed more like, I think I've, and that's not about like followers or something, I think gaining some like 400 followers. <laughs> wow have <laughs> a couple of stupid videos can you
0: like, um can you send some of them followers my way because i just feel like i've hit a fucking
1: brick wall with some of my followers like it's ridiculous i don't know why they've obviously gravitated to that but i was like oh maybe i've struck something here yeah. um but yeah apart from apart from that i was um out last night with the drunks i fancied to try a bit of the hype lab stuff and yeah. already known going out it was going to be a bit windy and i thought oh, just go out and see what you can get and yeah. I was over the moon how the, I, the idea of how the eye I- blacks would turn out but just the win was just too much and I was debating do I post or not I thought oh, I'll just put one out just to, to see how it goes and it, again went alright but was, I, even though I'm like sitting behind the screen going I'm not happy with it still, I'm still <laughs> not being a perfectionist but I'm just like now you know, you're just like it niggles away you think oh god like I just nah so I'm going to I'm determined to go back out when the Wind calms down and tried um the game. That's pretty much all I've been up to about yourself.
0: Uh yeah, not much. To be fair, like it's been a fairly quiet, quiet, quiet week. Um, <laughs> I think the the highlight was the with game, where. Um. Uh, I, I tried to I tried something new with Mortwith. So like Sunday, I kind of had like a, a a free day. Um so um, that's just our guest confirm that they're ready by the way so <laughs> just um, so it, it, yeah so I tried to do like a an alternative view in 60 seconds ish um, just to try and put like, a bit of a sizzle out there so people can um, uh, just like put like a an understanding of, of what's going on in terms of like how an alternative view works and um, if they don't, if you know, trying to push them towards the YouTube channel, which it looks like it's done. So the normally uh, the the alternative view gets around hundred to hundred and fifty views, um, and that went up to about two to three hundred, I think. So it's it got the ball rolling a bit. Um, so I mean, it's not like Premier League esque kind of stuff. Um, but no, that was it. I, and I, I I got the work on some graphics which I made for one of this for the skipper for his two hundredth appearance. So that went down quite well as well. Um, other than that mate nothing at all like um, it's been quite a, a nice actually for once chilled kind of week compared to the last couple that we've had so um, yeah quite happy quite happy with how how, how my week has been oh,
1: Good one. Nice
0: one. so as I've, we mentioned just going off our little chat there Ross we've got our very first special guest very special guest we were quite buzzing to get this over the line as i mentioned it was like transfer deadline day jim white with his yellow tie and big ben all that stuff ladies and gentlemen we've got a huge guest in amy davis how are you good
2: that was a good intro that i'm gonna record that and have it as my uh, ringtone (laughs) put it as a testimonial i like it
0: Yes, absolutely. We sign off on that all altogether, don't we, Ross?
1: You do better intros than I do. I always balls them up. So <laughs> you're much more better at words than I am. So Ross. I Ross loves
0: to. <laughs> Ross loves to say that he's sitting next to me, which is a bit weird because I'm in like one part of the Northeast, and he's in a completely different area in the Northeast.
2: <laughs> well, on my screen, it looks like you are because you're both next to each other. So and you both got the same sort of backdrop. So yeah,
0: well, he's, he's got. He's, he's got couldn't. nicer pictures, so he's got nicer yeah, pictures. But <laughs> a bit of pictures on your wall. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, thank you so much for agreeing to be our first guest on oh, are the podcast Thank you cast.
2: for me on. It's a pleasure. I've never done like spoke about my video experience before, so it'll be interesting to. Well, yeah, I have spoke about it, but you know, I've never been on a podcast like this where you speak about your video stuff. So.
0: Well, that's that's what I want to get you on for because. Me and Ross would know you and people who may know the name through Wrexham, um, through all the work you do at Wrexham. It's 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 quite a small club run by some very well unknown uh, owners. We would you would like to think so. Um, yeah. we'll get, <laughs> we'll get onto that subject later on in the podcast. But I think to to fire the first question is for me is. What made you pick up the camera? It's quite easy to ask you how did it all start and things like that, and when it was the first time you made a video, but for me, it's when did you pick up the camera and think, shit, I quite like this.
2: Do you know what? It's mad. Like So um, when I was in school, my brother worked for Everton Football Club. Um, who I also support, by the way, low-key at the moment. <laughs> Um, Bravo. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, he worked for Everton Football Club, and I chose media as one of my options in school. I chose media, uh, Welsh, and food and nutrition. Um, But I always loved, I loved media. My brother was working in media. I've always loved football as well, so I was always like wanted to go into that career. And then I remember me and my mates for one of our media. assignments i guess in school we we did a music video and we absolutely loved it it was on free running i don't know if you've heard free running like parkour sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. and uh, we did it on that and then uh, we got like a really good grade and um all the tutors were buzzing about it and then that's where like the love came from inside i guess and just how exciting it was how much i enjoyed picking it up and then it sort of so then i but i really wanted to be a photographer at that point so Uh, What I did, I did uh, work experience, you know, like in school where you have to do like work experience. So I did that because my brother managed to get me in at Everton doing uh, photography. I shadowed with a photographer there. Absolutely mind-blowing experience, by the way. It was, you know, like when you're 50, I was 15 at the time and then going into like the club where I'd had a season ticket for years loved them wanted to play for the women's team (laughs) and literally just like oh it's just amazing and then so after that loved it and then I shadowed the photographer on a few games and it was amazing and then I went to media uh, went to college and did it in college and then sort of loved photography but sort of stemmed more dabbled into more of like the video side and then talk that way instead i guess just telling me life story
0: now but you've got a next <laughs> question so it's gonna be that no 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 amy we do like nearly two hour podcasts so you absolutely fine and just talk for as long as you need to don't worry yeah just just go for it so when you were like going through those phases of like dabbling in between like photography and videography was there a point where you kind of met a crossroads and just thought like, oh, I like this. What, like, you feel like for photography purposes, you, you went to Everton, so it was it was your your favourite club. You followed yeah. the club you grew up with and followed to this day, unfortunately. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> was there a point where you got to a crossroads and just thought, do you know what? I do love photography, but the video stuff's kind of just a little bit cooler. Yeah,
2: I think it was when I got to uni, you know, well, I did photography is like my final project in college and then went to uni and I did television production and technology in uni which is obviously a lot more video based I actually started off I chose film and photography as an option but it was so boring it was in like and it well it was in like an art school so you know I'm used to like upbeat I like it upbeat and then it was very boring and no offense to the tutors, but they weren't a vibe that was upbeat, if that makes sense. So um yeah, so then I changed to T V production and technology. And I suppose because then that's all video production stuff, that's what made me then take that passion. And I start me and my friends started um uh business in uni um and started doing stuff alongside our uni courses and i at the time i really wanted to go into music and uh, i loved filming music because we'd film like do you know like have you ever seen like you know like bbc studio yeah. like the Life lounge on youtube and that so we had like a studio with all the lighting rigs like vision mixer like a proper studio it was and uh, we'd get bands in each week and then we'd film the bands and then that would get live streamed onto youtube and I absolutely, like loved it. Like I think with music, because obviously you get lost in music anyway. Being able to film that and then give that to people watching, you know, play around with different light flares and um, different shots and stuff of the singers. Um, So, yeah, alongside that, me and my mate started a business. We did our first business was, so at the time, my brother was working for an estate agency in Manchester. So he got us in and we made like a massive uh, video production, like different videos for different sales and all, you know, different sides of the business. And then uh, we went on tour with a band. Like we were contacting all these different bands, like just messaging them, like people who weren't big. Like that were lower, you know, or people that were, like, supporting bigger bands, Um, we're like, oh, we'll get this break, like, and then there was this one band, and uh, we contacted them, and they are like, oh, yeah, that would be ace, so then we went on tour with this band, it was only a really small tour, but we went to, like, a couple of gigs with them, absolutely loved it, like, you know, like, when you've got a love for something, and you can put, well, you two do anyway, but like, <laughs> when you've got a love for something, you can then do it as a job. It's
1: like, well, I followed that. Yeah. On, like. Did you feel like you had um more? You just made it, going back when you said you had like you felt a bit more frustrating working with like the tutors at the university. Did you find more? You had a lot more creative freedom to do what you wanted to do rather than kind of be sitting in that generic classroom type vibe. In
2: in when I changed courses, you mean or
1: you said before like, you were just in a classroom and the tutors were kind of you weren't getting the vibe with us when you were at two with this band, you felt like you could put more of your own stamp on it was that more
2: yeah no it was more so like it was just it's being truthfully honest like when you go in there it's just like really depressing and then the other like it was an old building um you know i feel like it hasn't the tutors have been there for years. They weren't, like, current. So then when I changed this other course, the tutors were younger. You know, he'd worked for... He'd worked on um, Wild at Heart, so he'd been to Africa. And, you know, I, that, that inspired me quite a bit, to be fair. But, um, yeah, so it was much more, like, you know, on your wavelength going into uni Having a bit more freedom, I feel like a lot of people I spoke to about this said that they didn't learn much at uni. Like, because I'm a tutor as well, so like I I teach college kids now, um, and like I say to them, like when you go to uni, you make it. You know, you need to. It's more student led, isn't it? Basically. Mm -hmm. So I learned more from doing stuff on the side and then learning from your mistakes and then trial and error, I guess. Like doing it um I learnt more from that I feel than what I did in uni but like you go to uni for I suppose the theory aspect really isn't
0: it yeah I uh when you were talking about how the lecturers were like quite boring and I was just nodding agree I was nodding <laughs> there because I was just because I did sports journalism as a degree
2: did you yeah
0: I just totally regret,
2: totally regret.
0: Sunderland University I of Sunderland sorry Ross it was. I know you feel a bit left out, yeah, pal. You can be the University of Life if you want to be I in it. You know, University
1: it just never appealed to me. Yeah. Do
2: you feel like you're, so like a lot of my students say now, like oh, I don't want to go to uni, and I do say like you don't need to go to uni. No. Like what you should do now, like they've got equipment in in college, and they should. I'm trying to prepare them because based on like the experiences I've had, I guess, um, you've got tutors now who can give you the knowledge and you know the support to be able to go freelance as soon as they leave to save you going to uni and i think because this is such a creative industry i feel like it's you know it's quite like controversial saying though in it like i don't feel like you need to go to uni to be able to do it if you've got like a passion for something yeah. i don't feel like going to uni. sometimes people need to go to uni to you know grow and um, mature I guess and get different experiences in, in whatever but I feel like in this industry because it's so creative like you've either got it or you have to work to get it and want to yeah. get it haven't you yeah, so
0: yeah. like not I
1: going
2: agree. to uni like I'm guessing you've not been to uni that's what I was getting
1: I you. haven't though no. so it was never like I never like aspired like oh, I need to go like following on from school and all the way through to <sighs> university I just thought I'll just crack on in life and see what happens and then this kind of got lumbered with me over the course of just kind of taken an interest and then grown from there. So without any university background, any media, any training like that, I just kind of just, kind of fell down the YouTube rabbit hole and hope for the best. Really. Yeah, <laughs> I love that.
2: But like, that's what I think is, is amazing about it, that you can, you can do that, can't you? Yeah. And if you are motivated to, I was going to say for someone else then as well, but oh, I didn't want to go to uni either, like at all. And then I got pretty good grades in college. And then I was like, oh, and then I literally just decided, I think I decided in August, like, um. and then I was like, oh, I might as well. So I applied in, in August and then went in September, but it was only like in my hometown, so I didn't move away anywhere, but it's never my intention to go really.
0: Yeah, it that was the same. I was I was a home bird. I was there was no. I, I looked at places like Southampton because they were the only place that had like NCTJs, which is like a national governing body for journalists, and that was the only building at the time that had them. Um, but then Sunland got it very last minute. But we were definitely the guinea pigs at university with the sports journalism de- degree course things. Yeah, like they're just, they're, they just they hired journalists um, that had like either had. Being around the block, or just needed a job, because um, this was at the point where like um, like the recession was really kicking in. So like I would imagine at that point newspapers were on the down. Um, people were losing their jobs, and they're just like just shoehorning like journalists to teach us. And I think the only aspect I quite enjoyed was the actual video work they got us to do. So they got us to use like Adobe. Really, really, really early. I don't even remember what the software was called at that point. It definitely wasn't like the Adobe stuff we use now. It was just some really crap like yeah. plug-in it wasn't even like a, a proper production camera. It was like literally a handheld camera. Was it? Like, it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was full on like it wasn't even four K. Like that's how that's how old it was. It oh, was ten not it,
2: like,
0: it? it was mad. Um I'm... How old are you? Oh, I'm thirty.
2: Oh, <clears throat> yeah. So it would have been like standard definition, which is tiny yeah,
0: then. yeah, like seven twenty, literally just yeah. like that about it. Yeah, like YouTube was only really just a thing when I was at uni. Like it was, it wasn't even mainstream at that point. It was oh, ridiculous. I it was still going then. Oh, <laughs> but I just felt really bad. Like when I keep the, like. You know how people say you shouldn't live your lives on on regrets? My one regret in life is not going and doing the right course. Like, I would have loved to have done the course you've done because I think that was my true calling because I've always had an interest in video and media and being creative in general. And, yeah, like, I kind of do it now in aspect, but, like, I just wish I kind of had that little nudge to, like, go and do it. But then at the same time, you're right. Like, I think about it now you both opened my eyes to it like uni wasn't even a big deal i only went because it was the social aspect and even there i didn't even go out like i didn't even go out and party like like folk would do at uni and um and like do debt like ten thousand word essays within 24 hours living on red bull and all that stuff i didn't do that i was really boring oh. no, um, no i didn't <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that's what you did, literally. No, <laughs> no. What all these old red drink, Red Bull drinks?
0: Oh god, I remember those. Yeah, we
2: had to, we had to do like lab reports and that, and I am not scientifically knowledgeable at all. And we had to do like lab because obviously it was television production and technology, which yeah. was like not a clue, not a bit of me that. So it was like, yeah sat but I do leave everything till last minute anyway. Yeah,
0: so. Ross knows about this with the podcast when I attempt one after
1: it. Yeah, it's. Um, <laughs> I think it's like a bit of a but everyone's like that though. Uh, so I think, I think I think if you're in this type of gig, I think you're wired that way. I suppose
2: <laughs> some <laughs> people are organized, <laughs> but yeah. definitely not me.
1: No, I
0: think we've mentioned this haven't with Ross, where like if it's a big deal, like if it's a wedding or if it's like a big event, you kind of like. Batteries charged the night before, you're going through a checklist <clears throat> and then you wake up in the morning thinking, I'm fine, I'm good. But if it's like just say, I don't know, like a free off off the hit run and gun kind of shoot, kinda of like, I think I've got batteries. I yeah. think I've got a microphone. I'm
1: charging. Really. Yeah, <laughs> have I
0: charged my camera? have I got have I got everything? S <laughs> D <SD> cards, no. <laughs> so you said you mentioned you 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 teach. So yes. how did that come about? So Cause was that something that you thought? You know what? I didn't have a a great experience. I say in air quotes, a great experience going to university and learning the trade. Did you think, oh, I could actually make a difference? But I want to do it in my own like quirky style and try and make it interesting.
2: Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's mad. Like, um, so. And this is hilarious. If anyone listens to this, they'll take the mick out of me. But so what happened, I wanted to be a football coach. So I did my football coaching, uh whatever it was called. And I did my referee uh badge. So I did my leaders, it was called. And uh, then basically, I, so I was doing the Chester half marathon and I broke my hip doing the Chester half marathon. So... I was 300 meters from the finish line and it literally just snapped, right? So then I was like, oh, And I, I was actually, I was going to go abroad um, to work uh, in America doing football coaching. That was what I really wanted to do at the time. We're completely different to video production, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and because uh, I started playing football, got back into football, got into fitness, did the half marathon, and then, like, when I was in recovery, I was like, oh, do you know what? I think I'd seen someone on Facebook that I'd been to uni with Go, she'd got a teaching degree. And I was like, oh, do you know what? I might have a go at that. So did my teaching degree and then did that for a year. And then I was really, I applied for a job in the college that I'm in now. Really lucky. I got the job and then I started. So I started teaching in the September, well, I started the degree in September and then the following September, I had I was lucky and I got a job teaching um creative media production so it's basically the course that I studied when I went to college but it was just at a different it, so it's the same college but in a different site if that makes sense um and yeah so that's how I fell into teaching and do you know what like because I teach creative media and I think people who people who I speak to always think that because you teach media you know about films and like everyone that i worked with like knows every single film every director whereas my i've got no knowledge like i can't remember actors names my memory's really bad and it's not i like watching films but then i haven't got as an interest in like the directors or you know like the knowledge aspect of what style of film and how it's put together. Obviously like camera work, I can. Like I look at, when you watch a film, I bet you two do it as well. You can't watch it without thinking, oh, that oh, that shot's really nice. And yeah. you break it
1: down
2: in your head, don't
1: you? All the
0: time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I annoy myself with how many times I'll watch it. Like if I'm with friends, they haven't got a clue, right? They haven't got a clue. And I'll sit there and be like, oh, nice little Dutch angle there, man. Just I watch it, just watch it. Well, like, the dolly <laughs> yeah. zoom, I'm like, oh, that dolly zoom was unreal and the boys, they're just like, you what? Like Adamson, oh, uh, the <laughs> film I, yeah, 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 yeah. Like just things like I, I'm honestly, it's the same with photography as well. Yeah. Like if I get out with the camera, I'd be like, that's a good leading line, that mind. Oh, that's a good frame <laughs> within a frame, that mind. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like Ross, you, you you gotta relate to that way. Every time you go out with like say your partner and the kids, you know you kind of go, kids, hang on a minute, like just. Yeah,
2: that's.
1: Yeah, I think it's just the way you, you, your brain changes from like. Before you actually start doing all this, you just probably watch a movie and think, "Oh, you know, good scene." You should enjoy the movie. Now it's like you start like thinking outside. It's like when you're watching a different scene, how would they film that? What's going on here? And you so you start like over analyzing the whole movie rather than oh, just sitting back and enjoying it. Like,
2: oh, that continuity was bad there. Why have they used that lighting?
1: Oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, like I I keep watching things like Corridor Crew where they like break down CGI stuff, and it's like they'll they'll show you different shots of how how the CGI was made, but also how it was shot at the same time. So I I, honestly every Saturday YouTube Corridor Crew, I just sit and watch for like twenty minutes, watching these guys break down visual effects.
2: Are you getting
0: paid for that sponsor, there or what? I am. (laughs) 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 I haven't got a clear what they're talking about, by the way, because I can't do visual effects whatsoever. Oh, but just the watching movie. them break it down and make things like Marvel gory, like I'm all in for that. Like just, just quirky things like that for me. It's. But I know what you mean when it comes to watching, like with films as well. Like people go, "Oh, you need to watch Pulp Fiction." I'm like, uh, "Nah, I haven't seen it." Um, yeah, I, I that's it, seen and it. then they
2: they like skip me, like that. Well, I don't know films, and I don't know directors, and then like. I remember someone said to me when, I, well, one of my colleagues now he said to me when I first started, "Oh, what's your favorite film?" So when I was a kid, right, I used to watch Baby Stay Out all the time. Brilliant. All the time, love it. <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh, what's your favorite film?" So I was like, no, eh, oh, I used to love Baby Day Out." So obviously, they were all taking the mick out of me then. But um, like, it's so difficult. Like, so anyway, so then me teaching, I always found it hard. So I've been there six years now, and. I always find it, always found it hard knowing what my thing was to be able to teach them because I was sort of teaching them stuff that I didn't, wasn't completely experienced in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like teaching stuff on like the narrative and stuff like that, not a clue. So I'd have to like research it and then share it, I guess. And um, that's what I always found difficult. Whereas over the past two years or so, I can now, I've found that actually i don't need to teach them the film side i'm i'm quite happy with me not knowing about that i can teach them the aspect of being what i do and my experiences and you know being able to instead of being a filmmaker like a content creator instead and i think that's what that's what i'm trying to get into their heads now like you can go out and make this much money filming a wedding on the weekend whilst doing your job and i think slowly getting into their heads slowly (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah the motivation in like students now is I think it's since Covid it's like really gone down a bit you know what I mean in terms of motivation and what they want to do I guess I suppose they don't want to they don't really want to do much other than the the bare minimum I guess without sounding harsh there's some that are really passionate but some are like
0: really thingy. No, I know what you mean. Do you think that's because of like people like wait, well, you know us who have like kind of grafted a little bit and try to learn the trade as we've gone on and put the work into it, whether it's like me and Euros going on YouTube or yourself, mean going through like the learning and development side of it through the Union College. <clears throat> Do you think people just want like the instant success? Because yeah. I've not I've noticed so many times where people will start like say a YouTube channel. And I did this when I started one years ago. Like, the, the driving factor was they want a million subscribers like that. They want to be a KSI. They want to be a part of the Sidemen or whatnot or whoever, like a Peter McKinnon. Um, and they just want to have like 100,000 subscribers just like that. And they don't realise that there's graft, that like you've got a graft, you've got to work to get where you want to be. Um, but then, have you noticed that as well, where just, like, so even with, without well, sounding harsh, like some of the students would have just thought, well, oh, I'm not getting as far as I want to be as quickly as, as I wanted to be so therefore I'm out have you experienced that is that what you, is that, is that fair to say
2: it's mad you say that because we were talking to a student the other day and um, we had to sit down with him and he was like I want to be a graphic designer. so the course is creative media so they do graphic design video photography you know all of it really and uh, he was like I want to be a graphic designer I want to do this and we were like we had to say to him listen you can't just go from here to here like from A to, to Z, really, isn't yeah. it? Like, to be a graphic designer, you have to take each step along the way. And then we were like, you have to understand that you can't just be a graphic designer like that. You have to go through each step to get there initially. And I think, you know, part of it, like a lot of them in COVID got given their GCSEs to them, you know, and got given grades and stuff. And, you know, everything's instant now, isn't it? Like, everything on online... Instant. You want something, you can get it straight away, and uh, really short reels because they don't want to watch a long. Well, I'm the same. Like I don't want to watch a longer video to to get what I want. Like yeah, but you'll skip to what you want to be able to to get the information. But I think it's you know social media and partially you know they have been given their GCSEs to them and they feel like it's not all of them but you know some students are like they do want it straight away and Mm -hmm. don't realize that they have to have to work to get it like you say this one student said to me a couple of years ago like oh you're lucky you are to get where you are you but you know you're lucky to work for Wrexham and I was like actually I've worked pretty
1: hard to to get where I am and I but think that's If you could get I,
2: everything handed to you. wouldn't it be, be fantastic? Be, I'd
0: like, love so that. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Same. Same. The world would be a much better place if you could just get things handed to you on a plate and you have to yeah. do nothing.
2: It would be amazing. But, yeah, like, some of them don't understand that you do have to work pretty hard to to get what you want, I guess.
1: So... so from, oh, sorry, Ross. So from, so from from the side of uni, where did it... You see, if you toured with... Um, did you do like multiple different bands? Did that kind of like go from there, or was it just like a one-off thing?
2: Uh, so that was like one band, Hunter and the Bear. They called they called Daytime TV now, and they're quite folky, like a bit country. They changed their vibe completely now to like more rocky. And um, but we did two. So when we say tour, like we did two gigs. So they went. One was in London, um, in Camden, and uh, the other one I think we went. It's God, I can't remember. Um. But there was, like, three locations. So we would drive uh, and meet them at the gig. Uh, we did one in Manchester, and then there was one, like, in Birmingham Way somewhere, I think. Yeah, so we went on tour with them. And I would, what I wanted to do is go on tour with Ed Sheeran. Like, at the time, I was obsessed with Ed Sheeran. Or Passenger. I don't know if you've heard of Passenger. These things, let it go.
1: I'm not going to think okay. on it. Ed Sheeran,
0: yes. Ed. <laughs> Ross has got a great story about Ed Sheeran, by the way.
1: Have oh, yeah. Go on. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Also,
0: <laughs> come on. It's
1: it one of the episodes' best track We so could be here a while. Dada, dada, dada. Go on. <clears throat> oh well, I had the chance to um, chance to meet him, but just fortunes just went completely against us for being in the wrong place and it was after the stadium light gig where um done the show great and everything and then packed up headed across to the side of the city ready to jump in the car and head home so it's about 15 minute walk back to the stadium and then get a message saying oh are you by chance still in the stadium i'm thinking oh i don't think why I would. it was like an hour after the whole concert and then i'm like oh norman way at home why oh He's um, he just came into the boardroom with um the owner and the like. Want to know if you can get some photographs with the owner and other stuff? I'm like, no. I'm like inside the city now, and if I really wanted to, I'd have to run back through oncoming traffic and run up a flight of stairs in the stadium. I'd be an absolute wreck, and by that point, he probably would have latched off anyway. So I'd, I missed oh off the God. chance to potentially meet them and get photos while I already left the stadium. So. Which wasn't meant to be, unfortunately.
2: Why did you leave the stadium?
1: Because I say it was an hour after the show, so bar points, we were all packed uh, down and I what, just didn't feel worth hanging never around. The
2: stadium.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know now. I'm, I'm always hanging around just in case if I'm needed. He's <laughs> that weirdo so, standing over
2: there. He's still in yeah. <laughs> the stand.
1: Security's trying to kick us out. Yeah. True but, story. True yeah. story. Security to try to kick him out. True yeah. story. And that as well. Yeah.
2: Devastating.
1: I know, so it was like what could have been. I had a great, it was like a great time to be there and just getting part of it. It was like it was great, um, great show. Even that I wouldn't say I'm a, a fan by any means, but I really enjoyed the whole like production of the whole thing. And then yeah. that would have been like the cherry on the top. it was just kind of like after having the whole thing earlier in the day, thinking, oh, that, what that could have been even better. So it was a bit of a sweet, but one of those things, unfortunately.
2: It's a learning curve. Like, but I, I genuinely believe that everything
0: happens for a reason.
2: Yeah, and I agree. And you might have, uh, like, a flash might have gone off. Not have gone off.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being there, or oh, a memory card's just decided to go, yeah. nah, not today.
2: So, yeah. there
0: you go. <laughs> no, no, it happens. No, it, it, it definitely happens. I, I definitely think that everything happens for a reason, even at the time, it makes you want to scream out loud. Yeah. Like, you've, like you've got, like, you've, you thought you've got, like, a money shot of a clip, and you thought, that's going to go viral. And then you'll go back, and you'll go to the editing bay, or the suite, and you'll pop it in, and it would be like, nah, cards not good, mate. And you're like... Killed you, not it? Brilliant. Cool. Yeah, just cool. I'm going to put my laptop out the window now, uh, oh. and start again.
2: <laughs> or, like, it doesn't save, and then Premiere closes, and it's like... ah.
0: Have you ever have you ever like filmed like say like um, like before Wrexham, maybe or even at Wrexham, like when you fil- where you thought you filmed a goal and then you've like pressed the button, like just not even looking at it, think you filmed it, you've pressed it, you look down and it's like just finished recording and you yes. haven't got the clip of the goal. So you
2: then press, record, thinking you record yeah. press, stop thinking you're recording. Yeah. And then boom, it's recording. I've started using, so my camera's been sent, well, my camera got sent off to get fixed and, um, I was using a different camera and, uh, like on the screen, you can press, like stop and play at the same. like stop and record on the screen. But my other camera didn't do that. So then when I'm holding it, it's actually not recording. Because, well, I've knocked it. Well, so he's gone. Oh, great. <laughs> Ross, I like that Ro- story. We've lost Ross.
0: I <laughs> didn't like that one, did he? <laughs> he's like, nah, fuck this. No,
2: that's just shit,
0: though. So... No, he's back. <laughs> oh, I no idea what happened
1: there. You could have just continued, I'd have just jumped in later on. To talk about this. No, we just thought
0: that you, you thought that AB's story was just so shit about the camera. He just went, "Nah, I'm out yeah Like just... just both froze
1: on my screen. So I'm like, oh.
2: "Well, you had your eyes closed, and I was like, Bloody Ali's really had a bad <laughs> <laughs> experience." Not
1: working on <laughs> We Both did the same. I was like, "Oh shit, Hamster just fell off the wheel here, <laughs> I and that connection's gone down." <laughs>
2: Oh, it's funny.
0: Sorry, Amy, you were saying about <laughs> your camera.
2: <laughs> yeah, I have had that experience and um, it's the same with the, because obviously when you're filming football, you just have to be on high alert all the time, don't you? So there's been times where a goals come out of nowhere and I'm like, yeah. Oh my God. So then I, luckily they have the highlights so I can just use, use that footage, but it is devastating when it happens. Cause like you just want to die, don't you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it's, one of the things I'm trying to do with more with at the minute is just, like, put my phone away. Because I'm really bad for, like, just, like... Because sometimes I'll be sitting there going, right, so how's Sunland doing? Huh? Uh, okay, right, okay, fair enough. Or I'll, like, get messages or emails. I'm like, ah, right, okay. And then next thing you know, i hear, like, a, oh, get in! I'll be like, oh, shit. Oh, no. oh fuck. <laughs> and, like, me media manager, Ross, is like, you need to pack this shit in, like, just, I need you to get goals, because that's what sells shirts, and that's what gets the reels going, that's what all, oh, like, the insides go off, and I'm like, ah, oh. uh, okay, nah, 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 yeah, so I've, I've really tried to, like, hone in on just, making sure my me, me phone is in a bag on my back pocket, don't get and I'm distracted. just, yeah, basically that's all it is, just don't get distracted, because I've got, like, a camera to take pictures, and the camera to film it, so, it's really like trying to have a toss-up between what's more important. Obviously, the video's more important, but at the same time, for myself, I want to get some stills at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just, it, yeah. I mean, even though the club's got its own photographer, I still take pictures, and I don't know why. <laughs> like, you can
2: decide
0: which ones you're more passionate about. <laughs> I can't I I tell. I, I think, personally, the video stuff, for me, I enjoy doing the, more than I do photography stuff. But then, that kind of changes, like... Quite a lot, Ross. Has yeah. that happened with you as well, Paul? Because I know that we, when we've talked, it's like we can't go out and do landscape stuff. And then all of a sudden, we'll go out and do landscape stuff. And then all of a sudden, yeah. video takes a back seat. And then something will come up and we're like, shit, videos back at it again. And
1: I don't know, Ross. I think so. I'm predominantly doing more photography side than the video. I want to push and do a lot more video. I've, I've dabbled at doing like some of the stuff for like, um, someone's women's team. I had fun doing that and it's like kind of known that i've got like a few ideas i want to do but then it's trying to get the approval and the access to do it for someone i could do it for obviously you know other local teams i wanted to but then like, I mean, you, you don't have as much kind of passion and that's just me to want to like implement that on someone else rather than thinking i could do a hopefully i could do a good job with the ideas i want for someone per se you know so it's i'm more doing more photography on a weekly week basis, but I'm, I'm kind of like wanting to push myself to do a lot more video. Maybe if it's not going to be, obviously I don't think it's going to be this show coming to the end of it, but that's me thought process going into 2024. I want to see what can come from that. If anything comes from it anyway.
0: It didn't help that uh, when I saw the launch for the Pocket 3, so I bought the Pocket 3 because I was like, that's what I need at the minute. It's because carrying th- like two cameras, it's just too much. I need one or the other. I need something quick and fast. So I sent Ross a clip and I just got a message saying, I need to get me arsenic like, gear yeah, with this uh, film and stuff like, just because it was an unbelievable, wasn't it though? Wasn't it, was it yeah. unbelievable? Like someone made an unbelievable vid- like car advert with using just this little bit of tech. Oh, it was ridiculous. ridiculous. I'll have
2: to watch it. It
0: was ridiculous. Um, they, they literally got like a a beginner and they gave her like a Ronin 4D, so that like, massive DJI camera, like huge gimp. And then it, like this pro has got like a tiny little pocket three and he's like, Uh, I've got 40 minutes. You've got like an hour or something like that. And he just he absolutely murders her. Like just when you're watching the video, but he just just absolutely destroys the poor girl. And I sent Ross the clip, and I was like, This is why I need this. And he's like, I just need to get out there and start making videos. (laughs) So maybe like both. It's a
1: hard transition of trying to want to push yourself and think. There's been plenty of times to think. I'm really in the mood to start doing like record stuff. I'm thinking. I've Got nothing to record, so what do you do? Do you just go and record b roll stuff or time lapses or god knows what? And it's just that's what I'm kind of thinking, right? If, I'm, if it's not going to be this year, I need to really kick it in the gear for next year. Anything.
0: So that, that's that's probably what's something we're going to look forward to for 2024, buddy. You know, that could be a uh, us talk about our goals. I hate that word. I hate <laughs> you just
2: read
0: that, then. Oh, oh <laughs> just honestly, like when people just go. I love to do my goals for... Tw- I, I, I can't, I didn't like... Well, Ross likes the word client as well. Ross loves oh. the word client. Do
1: you Oh, oh God. <laughs> God. It goes, goes straight through us. It's horrible every time. I always see videos like... When you speak to your clients, I'm like, I'm from the Northeast. Maybe people do say that, but I'm just... It's, I'm not a way inclined. I just don't... <laughs> I think it's like... Uh, or I'll just say a mate, or, you know... <laughs> 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 it's
0: not easy. So like, um, for you once like as well as doing the the teaching aspect of media, you also got your own business as well, haven't you? Is it Capture the Kiss and AAA Productions? Is that right? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, I guess so. So like, um, I was full time teaching. I think up until two years ago. So I've been part time. I went part time to try and focus more on the freelance production stuff, basically. And um, I. So I started Capture the Kiss in 2019, I think, just before COVID, and did a couple of weddings, and I was like, this is what I want to do. I definitely want to go into weddings. You know, everyone's dead happy when you're filming them. Uh, But then obviously, they're really long days, and the editing takes ages, um, I personally think. Um, So, yeah, so I started Capture the Kiss, and then sort of booked some weddings in and then obviously when the opportunity came with Wrexham um I, do, I was like I need needed because I, I was doing stuff on the side like video stuff obviously dead you know I, I do I'm, I'm pretty much a yes man so if anyone says oh do you do this I'll be like yeah and then work out how to do it afterwards and so i would take any anything on to film really so then i was like oh, i need to make something and i was like what could i call myself and obviously because the videos i haven't talked about it yet on here but the videos were called AAA videos so then people started calling me triple amy and so then AAA productions sort of came from that and um, because i was like i want to start sharing my stuff online but i don't want to just do it on my own instagram so I started uh, A Productions on Instagram and I'm really, really bad at sharing stuff online. Really, really bad, uh, which is something that a goal, I guess, <laughs> goal, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what
2: I want to uh, do in 2024 is sort of like share more stuff online to promote myself more, I guess, because the long-term goal is, hopefully my tutors don't, or my college don't, <laughs> shout at me but you know i would love to be able to go full-time freelance eventually you know i don't know when that would be but eventually i do want to be full-time freelancer um just because i love it i love being my own in control. i'm quite bad with organizations so i like being in control of what i do and be able to do that myself just you know i guess you're both the same really
1: yeah i mean are you are you doing um you're doing weddings by yourself, or you work like a like a like a, so, or, or a team? With...
2: So it's it's me, and then I have a second shooter. Just because, not always, but um, on a lot of weddings I have a second shooter. One because I like to have the security of you know having that extra footage and that extra shot. I filmed a wedding, and uh, I'd hired my camera. Well, lent my camera to my mate, and. I thought I'd put it all back to the right, um, to the right settings, and it was actually not. It was still in like a really high. So he filmed in ProRes and I film in LT. I don't know if that makes means anything to you. I didn't know about it until I bought this camera. <laughs> so see ProRes is much higher, higher needs a lot higher speed on the. Oh god, I hate talking about it. <laughs> Literally. Anyway, so the when I was filming the wedding, the uh, ceremony, it corrupted the file. <laughs> Honestly. Oh like, it, <laughs> so it's a thirteen minute file and uh, the file corrupted. So I had a backup but the church was tiny and um, there was a, a, like a, a pillar, like a really small pillar in between the bride and groom. I was like, well, I've got this shot, and this shot's amazing. It was recording. I went to press stop, and I was like, shit, why isn't that not stopping? I was pressing stop recording. I was like, why isn't it working? So then I turned the camera off and um, turned it back on, kept filming. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to check my 13-minute clip. It might have even been 17 minutes. I don't even know. And I was like, oh, my God, it wasn't there. So the file had gone. So then I was Googling, like... How do I get this back? Because obviously there's recovery software, but because it's a black magic camera, actually that doesn't exist. When it's not there, it's gone. And the next file that I recorded was actually the the next, you know, the next clip. So mm-hmm. it just went in order. So that's and she, I didn't have my second shooter on that day because she was working. So that is why I like to have a second shooter that. because of that. And that's a long winded way to tell you that happened, but.
0: Honestly, like, devastating. Nah, can't do that. That just makes my, like, that makes my blood turn cold.
1: Anxiety. Yeah, and I just had these dreams before I was doing them. I think, like, waking up in cold sweat, and i just thinking, like, I can only really imagine how you felt. Because I would have been just, I'd have gone by that point. I'd have been yeah.
2: just,
1: in so. the ambulance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: my heart stopped.
0: Yeah. yeah, just like, thanks, guys. Great Bye. day. I'm going to go now. i fucked it up. Turn yeah. off. <laughs> like, yeah I'd, I'd hide myself So the uh,
2: photographers sent me his clip so it was actually in the summer this year it happened so I'm currently editing at the moment so but I'm going to do it in a way that is creative and because they're a really bubbly couple amazing couple and um, I'm going to I, that's where you need to get your creative head on I guess and think right how am I going to do this to make it quirky um, so that's what I'm in the process of at the
0: moment Nice. I like that. I like how there's always a plan B where sometimes it's quite easy to be like, right, I fucked it up. Therefore it's it's done. Like I fucked it up. Like it's it's done. I can't finish the video. If I'm, if I'm going to finish the video, um, I have to make the couple aware that I have royally balls this up and that I have missed this specific shot. But the fact that you've got a plan B in motion, I quite yeah. like that because some couples can be very like, if you don't get this shot, I'm not paying you. Um, or if you approach them to say, look, I've made a mistake. Can I try this to make it a bit different? And sometimes they'll be like, Oh God, yeah, it's fine, yeah. Other times, it's like, nah, if you didn't get the shot, then I'm not you're paying done. You. <laughs> Yeah, you're done. Now. Have you ever found like when you started the business, like whether it's like Capture the Kiss or AAA Productions and just getting your foot in the door with Wrexham, have you ever found it like quite tough to get the ball rolling because for me personally when i try to get going in 2015 uh i found it really hard and i didn't know what i was doing per se so it wasn't just like uh like prices and stuff like that it was kind of like how do i get people to say yes to me compared to other people who may have better equipment how did you like get your head around that a little bit
2: So going back to like you saying, like in 2015, that is the same for me. So me and my mate, when we were contacting the bands, we were like, right, we want to do this. And um, with those, do you remember McBusted went on tour, like McFly and Busted joined together. So I'd contacted the band that was supporting them, uh, their manager, I'd contacted that band's manager. I can't remember who the band's called now. Um, And I said, listen, do you want us to come and film behind the scenes of the tour? We'd love to do it, um, blah, blah, blah. We'll do it for free because it's an amazing opportunity. And he said, yeah, that would be amazing. We'd love you to do that. Um, but you have to hand the footage to us at the end of the gig, the SD card. You can't use it in anything else. Uh, and, you know, you're not getting paid for it. You can't use it in your reels. It's solely our footage. And me and my mate were like, what (laughs) we're doing this for free but we're not allowed to use it anywhere how how does that make sense so like i just thought that was insane for the industry to even think that that's okay do you know what i mean yeah um but what we found is like that's why we didn't continue the business it was really hard so our passion was uh, music but obviously the bands starting out they didn't want they didn't have the money do they to to be able to pay you much money especially for a wage and then when there's two of you it's uh, even more difficult again um uh, so we had done a few jobs like locally for the council and stuff like that to try and get our experience up and actually we had been we've worked for warner brothers um done like um a behind the scenes video of have you heard of lewis watson you probably haven't uh, no. so he's He's a singer, and um, we went. He was doing a music video, and it was in Cardiff, so we travelled to Cardiff, and it was in a graveyard, and it was ten in the morning till four in the following morning. So we filmed all that, absolutely amazing. We obviously, because we were brand new, and at the time we were like, "What do we charge for this?" Like we just bought new equipment, and we're just both eighteen, and we were like, you know how what we you know that's amazing and the experiences that we were getting was incredible but then like you it was really difficult to get other work in and and get paid and and i don't know like like you say get your foot in the door and it wasn't even that like people weren't hiring us because you know choosing someone else it was sort of like even knowing that you were there i guess and at the time like Social media was big, but not as big as what it is now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like more businesses are using it and stuff, and uh, that's what we we found difficult to to get into. So that's that's why that sort of fizzled in the end, and and then we both got jobs and and went went from there. And then I sort of suppose like doing when I did the weddings in 2019. That's when I sort of got the love back back again i guess to to start doing it on the side and being able to do stuff freelancely i suppose um so it's not even like you know there's always going to be competition um and i think in this business like supporting other people who do what you do and you know I think that's the biggest thing is building your network and have a pool of people where you can go for advice to and be able to talk to. And and it's not even about, you know, it's healthy competition, isn't it? And, uh, you know, you're able to then say, I'm not available for this job, but I've got a pool of other people that I can recommend and, and support for. So, and I suppose like it's about being approachable and, and be able to chat to people and, having the right personality and motivation to to make people want you more i guess that's what i would say i suppose
0: so (laughs) that was like the the freelance and business aspect of it i think it would be rude not to talk about a certain club that you're involved with um (laughs) not a very well-known club quite just quite chilled and behind the scenes nothing too extravagant uh, I mean, who am I kidding? It's probably one of the most talked about clubs at the minute because of not just of the owners, but the documentary and yourself as well. Um, I got to, I've got to throw in the first question: How on earth did you get involved with Wrexham before it all kicked off?
2: So I used to play for the Wrexham women, um, and then I was like, I said to the the media, uh, Colin, you know Colin, don't you? I, said I do to know Colin. Colin. Yeah. If you want me to ever do any filming for the men, uh, let me know. You know, I'll bring my camera and I'll have a go. So I was like, so that that's basically what put me in in the step really. And I didn't really know what direction I was going to go in or what I was going to do. I was like, oh, I can just film film the goals from the side and see how it goes from there. I guess I, you know, I'll just do some games for free and then see if you like it. Um, and then just that's that was the start, and then it is where it is now. Like, and it's just mental, absolutely incredible to be a part of it, and you know, it's mind blowing. Like the the all the experiences that have come with it as well. Do
0: you have to pinch yourself sometimes? Like, do you have to do you have to pinch yourself? Like, go like, am I actually dealing with? Am I actually looking at like, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney in the same room like? Uh, or like you're looking at games going did i just watch us like like score like 25 goals in like second <laughs> like, like Do you know what i mean like did i watch ben foster just like save a penalty at the last minute like what's going on yeah like is there ever a point where you got to pinch yourself and think what am i doing
2: there are so many times that i've had to pinch myself like when you cuz like when it... when you're in it you sort of adrenaline's in and you you have to just focus on doing it Do you know what i mean and I remember the first time that they came to the race course, they came for like a week. And uh, I think it it was in like the October and I was off work. So it was in the October half term. Uh, thank God. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was that was like the first part of like the mind blowing journey that it's been. And I remember being, so we'd filmed them quite a bit that week and then going on the pitch in the, the center circle and they were, like on the mic speaking to everyone um like ten thousand people in the ground and then you're just filming them in the middle like wow how, you know this is absolutely insane and you know i go back to that student saying i i, I did i do feel lucky to you know i've worked hard to, to get where i am but i do feel lucky to be part of it and i do have to pinch myself you know all the time i remember a couple of weeks a couple of months ago and um I think it was the end of last season or it might have been this season. I, I'm not sure, but I was stood in the tunnel and then Hugh, it was when Hugh Jackman came and um, it was Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhenney, and Ryan Reynolds' stunt double. And I was stood in the tunnel. <laughs> I think it was after the game and I was like filming them. And then I walked out the tunnel I was like, oh my God. Like I've just been stood in the tunnel filming these, these people like, like, that hundred percent was a pinch me moment, and then when Will Fell came as well, we were just like, "It's just, it's just filmed himself on me phone, <laughs> so it was like this, <laughs> a, a selfie video." Have you seen it? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. my god! And he's filmed himself, and it was hilarious. And then like we every day like pinch me pinch yourself moments all the time, and it's just mind blowing <laughs> it really is mental and uh, like when you say about the the football aspect like so i remember the the, the dover game last season or i think no the, the season before i think and we were losing and then we came back i think i shared it i'm not sure anyway but um we were losing and then we ended up winning the game 6-5 but you know, obviously your adrenaline's pumping, but then people always say to me like, oh my God, how good was that goal? How good was this? And then I don't know if it's the same with you two, but because you're so focused on filming the ball and following the action, I I can't say, oh, that player had a really good game because I don't know until I'm editing it how well they played because you're just constantly following the ball and, you know, you have to be on like high alert, following it. But then on that fuzzy save, (laughs) i think i say i shared the footage like because i it was in the like the 90th 95th minute or something on it and they had it was the last kick of the game that pen and i just so i only film on one camera now so i changed my camera from my zoom lens uh to my uh wide lens ready to run on the pitch and film the celebrations and i i changed it to the wide lens stood on the side of the pitch and i was And then we are all dead confused of what was going on. And then, so I was like, right, I'm just going to film the fans here. But then I couldn't use the footage because like I was there celebrating.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) I would do exactly
2: like it was just mental and like all, you know, all it's, we, we, as a media team, we say every day, like, you know, we have to pinch ourselves at the, the different things that have happened and the amazing experiences and the amazing things that they've done for the club and the, the community as well.
1: No, so when uh, you when you started, at, when you first got in with Wrexham, I'm guessing you came in before they did, so was there any, like, talk or rumours before the t- potential takeover was coming in or...?
2: No, so basically what happened, I was playing for the women and then at the start, so they'd taken over and there was obviously talks about it, but not, the the women have now gone more as part of the, at the time, the women weren't as close to the Wrexham, I think it was part of the Wrexham community community in the community or something so at the time we weren't as linked with with the men as what they are now which is incredible um but so then it was at the start in in september so they had already taken over when i'd started filming them if that makes sense so like there was talks online but then obviously you don't believe like you're like oh, do you actually think that's gonna happen yeah. and then when it did we were all like oh my god that's mental
0: <laughs> that that's That must have been a bit of a slingshot moment or like a sort of like whiplash kind of moment where one minute you're like, you're at the sidelines just recording Wrexham, date, week week in, week out, just, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, by the way, the club's been taken over by two Hollywood actors. Um, No, something
2: had already taken over at that point. Right. But they didn't know that they were going to be coming to the ground when they did, so we Kills. didn't. So I'd started filming, filming the the games already, um, and then it wasn't till the October. So obviously it's August that the season starts, isn't it? And then, um, I'd been filming them for a couple of months, I think, before they they did come. But then when they did, obviously it's all really hush when they well, especially then, like nobody knew that they were coming, and then so, I think it was Colin. He said, "Oh, Ian, can you you was come in on Wednesday?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." So then I went, and then then we found out that they were coming, and we were like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then like just filming them, filming it was it was wild. It was.
0: See, as a comic book f- fucking nut, the fact that you <laughs> the fact that you got to share a tunnel with Deadpool and Wolverine. <laughs> And at one point I am pretty sure you'd have seen Ant Man with Paul Rudd there as well at some point. I and, didn't
2: meet uh, him, I was cutting uh, <laughs> I'm not having
0: that like just I'm like sitting there going, How the fuck? Like just like, just, like just the that oh, I'm casually just shared a tunnel with you, Jackman, you know, just grew up watching him as Wolverine and then Deadpool Ooh. Ryan Reynolds. I'm just sitting there going, This is ridiculous.
1: He's a he's a comic note. I've got bloody Deadpool there, Wolverine here. <laughs> <No way. laughs> And you're in the tunnel with him, so we're just like, oh, great.
0: <laughs> this is fine. This is fine. Like, if it was me, I'd be... No, sorry, go on. No, if it was me, I'd be like, the camera would be like, nah, 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 you're going down. Hugh, mate, uh, just can I get his? you, bo- I need to get his both in, sorry. Like, just I'd work professionalism will go out the window for about
1: 30 seconds because I'd just be fanboying.
0: Yeah,
1: like, can you sign it, Hugh, and uh, Ryan, right. you sign there?
2: I mean,
1: right. Like, uh, we're back to record any second now. Just
0: go on. <laughs> if I pass out, just uh, just I'll be fine. Give us ten minutes. It's fine. Yeah, That's awesome. class though. Like just to 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 not just see. I see like a lot a lot of negativity because it's everyone's getting attention and I think it's just great because the club have gone from where they were to now they're in. I think it's what is it? Fifteen years since they were last in the league or something like that. Um, it was so just to see like the club just progress nicely and get recognition for it in the right ways yeah. um, is great.
2: always say to me, you know, what are they like? Is it up front? And it 100% isn't. And what they've done for the community and 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 the people of, of Wrexham and obviously the club as well and how much they actually do care. It's like, you know, amazing. Everyone always says, yeah, what are they like? And then, like, they're exactly the same as what they are on films and stuff it's mad like they're just genuine people and want the best for the club and the passion and i don't know if you've watched welcome to Wrexham, but you know you can it comes across how much they do care about the club and and we people who work there as well they've always got time for you they'll always chat to you and uh you know that is is heartwarming for you know when you live somewhere and these people come in and you know it's really exciting but what they've done for the club and the community and the town and stuff is equally as amazing
0: so what would be your normal like turnaround for filming on the day so like if you were trying to tell someone or like or break down your day at a home game what would it be like do you have to be there like certainly for me i have to be there for at least one o'clock to get the players walking in like and i'm not leaving there until at least seven is it the same for you and have you noticed any kind of differences between when you first got going to to now
2: um so when i first got going you know it's always been like you have to ride two hours before kickoff um and then sort of film you know warming up and stuff like that and and then you get the players coming out about 10 past two and then yeah, so it's always been like one o'clock, two hours before kickoff and then in terms of like, so then after the game, you've obviously filmed the game and then there's interviews after and then I edit the interviews, put them out and then, um, depend. so we always try and get a A out by, which means access all, all areas just in case someone doesn't know, <laughs> and we always try and get it out by Wednesday because um, obviously there's the embargo so you can't post yeah. all the time after well on the same day um so then there's been times where i've edited i think when you know when you've done something for so long like i've got like a routine now of how i edit and stuff so there's been times where i've edited in the press room that evening got it done got it sent and like felt amazing that i've done it and then there's been times where i've done it on the wednesday and there's been times where because i'm like a massive procrastinator so like i'll sit I'll go and edit, and I'll get distracted and, and stuff like that. So, like, if I sit there and know that I have a time when I need to get it out by, I'll sit and then I'll I'll do it.
0: That's uh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds so familiar. Like sometimes yeah, I'll I'm burn. in that boat
1: as well. Like yeah. I always feel like oh, I've got six hours ahead. I've got plenty other things to do, and I guess that final hour, it's like oh, oh my shit.
0: god, <laughs> oh, i
1: done. Have been
0: doing that. Like you just literally blink and go. Wait a minute. Where those five hours you? go? I've like,
2: six hours.
0: Oh God, honestly, I, it's the same. Like it. Sometimes I, 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 do exactly the same. Amy's where I'll, I'll go to the with games. I'll be filming all the bits and bobs, and then I'll, I either I do the interviews pretty much straight away. But they, we don't have an embargo because of where we are in the league. So it's kind of like you can put everything out on the day. Yeah, which nice. Which, like, for I think it's the league above. I think it's a league above, or uh, yeah, it's a league above. I think where thought are. Um, so, like Blythe and uh, South Shields were at the minute where there is an embargo until Monday, I think it is, to before you can put stuff out.
2: Yeah.
0: That would kill me if I had to wait until Wednesday to. Well, yeah.
2: well to... no, we don't have to wait, but we said, right, because they get the, the highlights out. I, I think it is 24 hours, so they right. edit the highlights and then we sort of go for like midweek uh to to put it out so it's sort of like and then it's breaks the week up ready for the, the game on the weekend so that's how we do it basically and then sometimes it's earlier sometimes it's on thursday or friday um but yeah and also if we've got a game on a tuesday to say it it's like it just depends like but what you feel like you're doing you two are probably the same like especially last season, we had like Saturday game, Tuesday game, Saturday game. And then I was doing them all. And then it was like, Oh my God. Like my head was just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> all I feel like I'm doing is filming, editing, filming, editing. And, um, but then that is it, isn't it? And like, yeah. we, we love it. And that's, that's how, how it's, how it's going to be, which I, I love it. So the editing bit is like, annoying sometimes. isn't it like, and then for a game like the the Rex and Dover game where we came back and and um, we were losing like I think we were losing five we were losing quite quite a few goals and then we ended up winning the game six five and I was like right how am I going to make this creative in <laughs> terms of the 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 triple A how am I going to make it creative so you know it's more exciting than just the the standard game and then like the last game of the season how am I going to make this creative like. And, and catch people's attention from straight away because I I don't weirdly like I I know that we are but I don't see myself as a creative person because I sort of just do it yeah. do you know what I mean like and then I think oh, how can I how can I be creative like when I because you know because I watch other people's videos and try and get inspired by them and and then I think oh god how can I do this creatively I find it really difficult to to try and be creative but what I do is creative but trying to be creative is is another story I, I think
1: anyway that's what I feel in my head do you like um like one for me so do you ever find any time during the season where some games you're not as like in the creative mind where you feel like you're having a bit of a block in terms of how you want it to look but then there's some of the games where it just goes like I say that Dover game where it goes just like a frenzy and you think I can't wait to edit this put it all together do you get like some games where it's not as you're not as sight but somewhere you just like over where you just do you ever get like the balance or is it just always crazy is it just is it like like non-stop or yeah
2: uh, well my mind's always crazy to be fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but like with uh, that one so with the dover game and with the knots county game so with the dover one we'll go to that one but like everyone was tweeting like saying oh my god like i knew that it i knew that with that i could screenshot tweets add them in get the interviews with uh parky and then jordan had an interview and then they were like uh, saying oh it's just mind blowing so then I cut that and then with the last game of the season I was like right how can I make that a roller coaster of a journey so I used footage from the last game of the season the the year be- the season before where we'd lost and not got to the playoffs I used that I used Parky saying oh we'll have to do it again next year and then like replayed it so it was like an echo sort of thing and. That's how I went with that, and then the the players like lying on the pitch after we'd just lost, and I was like, right, so that's gonna, you know, that that bit's gonna be really sad because it, it it is sad, <laughs> and then yeah. we, it it cuts to like the um the season, well that game where they're on the well on the all the fans were on the pitch and. That it's just absolutely mental <laughs> so like i i do find it hard like there's some games where you get inspired by like, something happens and then on other games it's like how can i be creative with this one do you know what i mean especially if there's not much exciting parts of the game to add into the AAA. like where like oh god with that one like i'm like yeah. oh well, i'll just have to edit it normally i guess
1: yeah, but when I'm it's for, like from my side michael for, for you like i mean are you kind of keeping an eye on Wrexham's games, like because I'm kind of, obviously when I'm on a match day of like with half-time where we've been playing like Solon for example, you know you check the scores. I'm always like working my way down the leagues, and it's every time I see when Wrexham are playing, it's always a high scoring game, and I was <laughs> just naturally like straight with thinking you thinking, oh, I bet she's got to work <laughs> her, you know, it's it's mental.
0: Do you know what it is, right? Because I've been quite lucky to film for Wrexham twice. um, when they played blithe up here and when they played Spennymoor up here for pre-season um the the thing is now i'll mention like amy or i mention wrexham and all I will get is that in between like, beep 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 beep, beep. <laughs> Like, just like, cause like just like, oh, you can fuck off to Wrexham if you want, pal. I'm sure the way we open arms, I'm like, oh, fuck off, man. Like, that's how are Like, just, it's just because that's all it is, like, just... Uh,
2: I've for Wrexham,
0: have <laughs> <laughs> oh, you? Go, oh, you know Ryan, do you? Ah, oh, good for you. Oh, go on, you can go with them if you want. Fucking hell. Like, honestly, just... Uh, this one of those things where i will keep an eye on nexum because because i know colin like we both know colin quite well um and it's just because of have he's been at the club i think just before it went mental and then he's kind of been like thrust into the spotlight as media yeah. manager
2: like
0: yeah like and like um because when i first met him he worked in the newspapers covering man city yeah. And then he got like he started like volunteer and it's wrecks him and that kind of turned into like a well, full-time role and then all of a sudden he's like got like the world's paparazzi and media <laughs> on his front on the front of the race course just like uh eh. <laughs> <laughs> like when I when I caught up with him it's it's I was like so any, any news or what and <laughs> like are you busy and he's just like like <laughs> just when he was just talking yeah and um, I because because Phil Parkinson was a manager at Sunderland. Um, Ross is probably going to say well, we'll not speak much of him because it oh. didn't really work out at Sunderland, unfortunately. <laughs> but like I was quite looking forward to meeting him at Spennymoor because I knew that it would be fairly quiet, fairly okay. But he had COVID, unfortunately. So um, yeah, I just I just caught up with Connie. He was telling us how it was just. Maybe say I've not slept. <laughs> I've just not slept. Like I just I don't know what sleep is anymore. No, oh, that's
2: it. Literally, like that's what. Because it's always there's always something going on, isn't there? So it's always like just
0: mental. You know what it is though? Every time I've because I watch the documentary, like I love the documentary. And I always it, it's just really sad. It might be sad, it might not be. But I'll always like have like a little like little cat like a little clicker of like, there's Amy, there's Colin there's <laughs> Amy. It's Colin. <laughs> oh there's Claire. Hey, what's Claire doing there? Colin and Claire I'm like, what? Like just Claire's Colin's uh, wife. Yeah, his wife. Um and I'll like and i am be like, hey, what's she doing there? Oh, there's Colin again. <laughs> I like, can uh, So it's just mad how like the like I I don't feel like I could say oh I'm I'm part of the club so I, a, a tiny one percent of the pie where I feel like I just like I'm just like it's, it was nice to be part of before yeah. even during like the 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 mentalness that is of of what's happened so far,
2: exactly like that's what. Like I, with my mum's the same. Like she's always like, oh, I just seen you. <laughs> and then on the final episode, there's that's <laughs> dead funny. On the final episode, there's a clip of it in the tunnel. I don't know if you've seen it. I've seen
0: it. it. But... I know exactly where you're going with this.
2: And then I walk in front, and then I look at the cameraman. I'm like, oh, am I? Am I, am I in your way? And then they must have nodded. And then you just see me slowly <laughs> look so... down and out. I was shy. You can see me. <laughs>
0: I saw that. my
2: mate sent me a video and she was laughing her head off because I was just there and then slowly lowered out of shot. <laughs> it's all,
0: all you see is this pink high vision pop out and then you see the head go turn and go, oh no, I'm and then you kind of just like just so like, you know that gif of, of Homer Simpson putting that into the head? That's all, yeah, I can you just, that's all I can do but literally just you just sinking down out of the frame is brilliant. Oh, I
2: literally, there's some shots in that, in this season that they've done me dirty. I can film and I'm like, Every time I see, I was like, oh "My God, I need to work on my my concentration." Face <laughs> like, "What am I doing? Is that what I look like?"
0: And just, all it always says is that you with with the own and just doing this. Like we just—that's all we can see you are doing. With like just holding the camera, just like this, and you just <laughs> um, filming
2: interviews. Oh my God, Amy, you need to sort your face out. <laughs> <laughs> oh you know,
1: from the, from your position, like obviously as things have like the weeks passing, you've obviously been grown to be kind of like you know one of the main people behind the whole like team how uh, have you had many of like the the and fans like you know stop and have a good chat with you or did they always like look out for you and try and get in the, like in the clips I was, was it coventry away in the cup where like i remember seeing like the crowd of class obviously for all the oh. celebrations are like so are you like are you getting people to see like look at me like waving arms in the air and all this type of stuff you're getting like a lot of recognition from that side of things do
2: you know it's mad because like even like I get really nervous when I'm filming. So, like, when I'm filming football, it's fine. But then when I film the fans, I don't know why, but I always get really nervous turning and facing all the fans because, obviously, there's loads of them. And you just got to sort of, like... So I always feel nervous turning and facing the fans. And I was like, oh! But then I've sort of got over that now because you've just got to embrace it and be like, why are you getting nervous for this? Like, you've just got to push through that, you know, anxiety, nerves of... Looking at all the fans and um the co- you know the fact the fans are just unreal, you know, they'll they'll back' and and sing all the time and commentary like all chanting. and I think there was not cow maybe it's not. Cow- there was one game last season, and we just scored a like a last minute winner, and then all the fans were chanting to the camera and that's what makes makes the videos in it. like that's what they love to say and then, on the weekend, I was filming, and there was like this little kid waving at me, and I I love it that, that they interact with the camera, and that's what makes you know when the players interact to the camera as well, and that's what makes the best footage when you've got people interacting with the camera, and um, getting the fans, and you know even like like you say like chatting to them, and they're just all so, so such amazing people to, and I feel like lucky to be a part of it, and. And for them to chat to me and, and want to be on film and wave into camera and chanting into camera and stuff like that, I, I love it.
1: It's amazing. It's, it's a great, obviously, with the way Wrexham's going, on the like or going on, trajectory going on the up. I mean, has there been any point where, obviously I'm not going to say it's going to be anything similar, but like let's just plug out, say, Sheffield Wednesday, for example, like all the turmoil and everything that's going on with them. Have you had any moments yourself where things haven't been going right, kind of, like club wise where you're having to record you're thinking not oh, going to be not going to come out the best this but is it, have you have you any challenges like that or is it just being like constant just happy crazy all that type of stuff
2: Um, that's a good question i'm not sure like obviously it's not always happy like a film you know it's not always exciting but well, it it's always exciting but i can't think of any example where it's been in off the top of my head uh, where it's been like you know something that's not where i thought "Mm, god i don't want to film this i don't think so anyway (laughs) i can't think on the top of my head. yeah no i don't think there was like you know every experience every filming that we've we've done has always been like wow it's just you know amazing to be a part of
0: see i would i would yeah i'd I would love to be that position where you would like turn the camera to the fans and have them I- interact with it. But Morbeth have none. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> it's, no, I'm being serious. I'm not going to get in trouble for it. Because oh. even like, it, it, literally, Ross, you'll find this out when you come up, pal. Like you'll go to like a, a midweek game, for instance, where I always quite like midweek games. And I don't know why I, I prefer them I, I like midweek games and FA cup games um and shoes a night under the lights I don't know what it is but it's just something special about a night game I don't know what it is I
2: like it as well I, I agree
0: with that it's, um but then like because it's like midweek you don't get a lot of people going to the game so I don't get to, the thing I would love to experience and I've only experienced it a couple of times is being in front of a pack section with the fans and just being there so ross has got to do it with sunland where he's been snapping he he took out like a gopro and he got to like experience oh, like
2: i i can't be doing with that you
0: <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> look at this look at him he's buzzing look at him he's buzzing he can't he doesn't want to say well, it but he's buzzing say, you know
2: <laughs> it did not work because literally i was just like <laughs> i put up a gopro on my head and um uh, i i <laughs> <laughs> we scored and then I did like a little punch in the air and I didn't even realise that's what I did. Um, and then I was like, how am I going to edit it? And uh, it didn't work out how I wanted it to work out. But I was like, oh, that's really cool. I remember you doing it and I thought it was sick.
1: So yeah, I went to that with just like thinking, oh, I've got free reign here, no problem at all. Getting it up and like it and then getting like the tap on the shoulder from the clubs. Uh, you do realise there's an embargo from like is it the afl or anything like you can't kind of put anything like that and i'm like just playing dumb going oh i didn't know i just thought like it wouldn't be an issue <laughs> so really? like oh next time because you you might get sued by you know sky or bbc or anyone like that and i'm just kind of playing dumb going honestly i, I genuinely did not know i just I went for the, the excitement to get it put up you know so <laughs> yeah oh
2: what you put year. it out like
1: before you were meant oh, I got you <laughs> yeah I just basically got edited that that night I thought I couldn't wait to get it out just because obviously, obviously the, the result came out oh and... oh not again
0: uh...
1: once and okay. Just did like you know, not
0: too much fun. Ross, you're gonna have to tell that story as much as it was an enthralling story. You have to tell that one again because you, you kind of like jumped in an outpal.
1: <laughs> oh, it's fine. We'll just we'll just stay well we we'll see you with uh... <laughs> this, <story. laughs> this connection
0: is the worst. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd honestly like because I like I love where, the position that Amy's in where you get to like go to to Wrexham and like have like ten thousand or so just like belt out Wrexham. Whenever there's a goal or just that pre-match build-up. like I'd, I'd love to experience that one day. Like I've only ever experienced it like twice with Morbeth, where it was like, and I know the feeling because like your yeah, the hairs and your neck stand up when something goes. Oh. Like, it's unbelievable. So you get that week in week out basically. Yeah. Um,
2: and do you know what? Sorry to cut across. No, no. Um, when because we went on pre-season tour to America, and that was like a mind-blowing experience as well. I forgot like, about that. Honestly, it was unbelievable like our fans in Wrexham are amazing. And then going over there and seeing how also amazing them fans are and how much they love it and like there was fan like we did this Betty Buzz thing and then like there's this fan like oh my god it's triple amy and I was like, Oh my god, it's mental, (laughs) like absolutely mental. And then we we were talking to to a fan like outside one of the grounds and and uh, she was talking to us and then she started crying like she was like oh my god the team are just doing so amazing i'm just so proud of you all thank you and we were like wow this is unreal like and then you had fans like watching videos and and seeing how to chant and you know what how the tune went and the chants because there was like these little booklets i've got one somewhere little booklets of um what the songs were and Honestly, like fifty five thousand people were in one of the one of the stadiums and we had like a flyby going over That's meant honestly, like it was just absolutely unreal. Like and just mental that that's where, you know, that's your hometown, that's that's what it's it's come to and you've got America well, you've got fans all over the world now and
0: Yeah, like, that that documentary would have done you all like an overwhelming great sense of achievement to have not just like the home die hard wrecks and fans but now you've got fans not just across the country but now it's on a global scale yeah. where you were saying like you went to preseason in the states and like you've got like women like crying that you're going oh god the team and people going to know who you are like that's just that's living the dream for me
2: actually it's unbelievable and like that is pinch me moment as well like you know I- I, there are no words <laughs> at how amazing it was, like, and how unbelievable the journey's been, and where we are now. And,
1: I actually like, like you don't like, I'm not supposed to say it the word scary, but like, do you always kind of think where this could go to? Obviously, you're League Two, to yeah, I mean, get promoted, to go to League One and beyond. Like you've already had a like say done a, a pre season two in America. Like you just think what possibilities could happen if you continue to progress through the leagues? Like you just Oh, like what is next? What what could what could become of it? Like do you just sit there and think, I I just want this to just ride this wave for as long as possible, you just never want this to kinda of end? Or do you always think in the back of your mind like there's there's like a is there something else you want to do, like a different type of project, or do you see yourself doing this like long term? Is this your main thing you want to continue doing now?
2: I I love being a part of it and it is like I've always wanted to be a part of sport and that's where my passion is and you know being part of the team and and the community and how amazing that is like you can't even see yourself anywhere else you know what I mean like and enjoying the journey that that we're on every day like what I do I I take every day as it comes sort of thing so I feel lucky to be a part of the club and I'll do everything that I can to to stay as long as possible, if that makes sense. And, you know, going along in the journey and, and everything, I'll always try and better myself and better the stuff that I do to to make sure that I can keep doing it and keep providing the stuff that I do making sure it's good. That was definitely a ramble, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, I, I I take every day as it comes and just enjoy each day and each stuff that and all the stuff that I produce basically.
0: Do you know what I think that is probably the the best way to sound, round off the podcast because I've got loads of questions but maybe that could be for a, a, a revisit of you coming back Amy at some yeah. point for for cuz I think I'm not just saying it just to 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 fluff you up but that like there's genuinely I could talk like to the both of you for absolutely hours. On end, <laughs> and honestly. I mean, loads
1: of things will come off this and be like, "Oh, I should have said that. I should have asked this." Like you know, so yeah, he's he's right on the money there. We'll definitely uh get you back on for a future.
2: trips. Oh,
0: no, happily it's been ace yeah. nice talking. No, it's we experience. we honestly we appreciate like uh, like yeah you, you gave your time like and, and for, it is quite late like so it um we just love the fact that you just sat and just were happy to talk to us. <laughs> Literally
2: just rambled.
0: <laughs> Do you know what I would I would take a ramble over the old yeah no yeah yeah no <laughs> yeah, like just exactly. an awkward cu- oh nah not a fan but amy thank you so much for coming on the podcast like me and ross were buzzing we were buzzing beforehand uh, when we, when i said to him oh amy said she's gonna come on the podcast and they hear you are. so thank you for being not just our first guest but, but being a, a bloody good guest oh thank um, you thanks
2: so much for asking me it's been um, amazing and
0: Thanks for your amazing comments as well. yeah so um, what we'll do is we'll put like Amy's links um, in like the descriptions and just share it and then uh, if you haven't seen the AAA stuff on the Wrexham channel just watch it like it's just it's just such if you love sports content then go watch it because honestly it's it's a thing I have to watch every time I've done the mobile stuff so go and watch oh, it yeah. but um Amy thank you again for, for coming on the podcast it's been class thank you.
2: Thank you so much see you soon.
1: See you later, thanks for
0: having us. So there we have it. There is episode sixteen, done and dusted with Amy. That was that was a pretty good insight, wasn't it? Like to, to see the journey that she's been on to where she is at now and even have still have some targets to go for. Um, that was mental.
1: Oh, I mean it was uh, thoroughly enjoyed to get a bit of insight of how like what things would go on darren wrexham it's just like you know a lot of people have seen the documentary and the like but I see if you haven't like what you're waiting for you've got to check it out because you get a chance to see like Amy's little like little twist on things and, that, and just seeing like the where she started to what she's doing now and where i could go to it's just it's just great to see from like our point of view that's what you want to aspire to and you know hopefully one day you can fall in that line of work so um, yeah, I think um, brilliant guests, and I'm uh, looking forward to once you coming on again.
0: Yeah, it's it's nice that you know, there's the part two just dangling the carrot of part two just in front of, of of us and the podcast. So I can't believe I've got like a guest like Amy on for episode 16. Like th- that's just a shot in the door, and it's just and she was great. It, you know, I I, I genuinely felt, and we both agreed off a uh, uh, if it wasn't this late. Um, we could have been on that chat for any for another few hours at least.
1: Yeah, I felt as if like, wouldn't said, oh, let's we'll, we'll wrap it up." I was like, "We've just got started. We're just literally getting warmed up, you know." But <laughs> you're right. I suppose uh, we could definitely get Amy on for a few episodes because you just never know now what can happen from whether we do it at the end of the season or something. You know, you never know what happens with Rex and whether they could reach the playoffs. You could even win the league. You just never know. Yeah. So, uh definitely get a, another inside scoop of what things have been going on and what other things she may have learned or, or new challenges and the like. So, yeah, 100%. I think it's uh, been a, a brilliant uh, first-guess episode. Right?
0: Yeah, hopefully it's the kind of episode where you listen it and go, I fancy a bit of that.
1: So, um,
0: a quick tip, if you did want to get involved with football, I think we've mentioned it before, Ross, is just message the club and you just never know.
1: Yeah.
0: You just never know. Um, so we'll leave it there because it is quite late. We are both flagging a little bit. Your internet connection's holding for now. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening to this episode. If you haven't already, then please do follow the podcast on all the kind of platforms that are available, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, ACAST, wherever you listen to it, just give it a follow. Give it a like as well. Don't forget to subscribe and all that stuff and rate it. And then just give the channels a follow on social media. And also, again, any questions, whether it's about some of the stuff that Amy's uh, mentioned, me and Ross can try and explain it as best we can, or just answer any questions. Just anything you've got, just leave it in the social media chat box and we'll just get back to you.
1: Exactly what Michael said. But yeah, share it with your mate, share it with your family. Again, if you have any questions, you know where we are. Quickly, Ross. What's the plan this week? This weekend, um, I am at. I'm going down York for a couple of days. Uh, again, getting dragged to these uh, lovely Christmas markets. But I'm gonna go down <laughs> while that's kind of going on with the Mrs. She enjoys all that. I'll be taking me gear with. Is I'm gonna do a lot more street stuff. Yeah, just to kind of get lost in that moment, enjoyed with all like, the change of that, like all the Christmas lights and everything, and the busyness of people walking around. I just want to get back into that, like fears where i'm just like not so much in the shadow shadows far from it but kind of doing my thing and just yeah. get handed moments and just like see what i can get from it and um yeah go from there before um i think is it next wednesday we're we'll playing huddersfield at the stadium so a bit i'd say downtime but a bit of like something different to sink my teeth into and then get back ready for the football next week yeah
0: so um that sounds like a lovely little weekend that by the way wow <laughs> sounds <laughs> you walk like <laughs> no I think for me it's just um friday is prep Saturday is a I'm gonna drive to hide united um unfortunately uh, the ross is off sick he took a turn midweek bless or last week bless him so um I'm 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 down for the old uh, alternative view to film there and then Sunday's just gonna be a day of editing I think um I don't think I'm gonna get a chance to get out with the camera unfortunately but as always next week but uh that's us in nutshell for this weekend and it, pal it is
1: mate
0: yeah so once again thanks for listening thanks again to amy for coming on and being a, a, a terrific sport for being the first oh. guest incredible Incre- how do we match that i don't know i don't know i don't know what better it know. Na- where do we go from here no idea i'm sure we'll f- i'm sure we'll figure it out but thanks for listening again have a great weekend and we'll see you next week